Welcome to the 100th episode of Care Experts. To celebrate, Dr. LJ Amaral has joined us to bust nutrition myths and give us the real facts. From women's nutrition to men's health, here's the best of nutrition myths or facts. Today we're playing Myth or Fact with LJ Amaral. Thank you so much, LJ, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So the first question, myth or fact, you can't get heart disease until you are over 50. Mm. This is a myth. Okay. So we actually are seeing an increase in heart disease, especially in young women, and this can be prevented through proper diet and exercise. And the earlier that you do it within your life, the less of a chance that you get for having this type of heart disease. Would you recommend women do some sort of screening or just be aware of certain markers for this? We have to be better about our screening purposes, especially within women's health and heart health. So I think just being aware and being astute of your body and having the intuition to know that if something is going on mm -hmm. to see your primary care doctor, but then also trying to make the efforts to you know, do your own part by eating yeah. well and exercising when you can. So myth or fact, consuming too much vitamin A can be harmful to pregnant women. That is a fact. So eating or having an excess of any sort of nutritional supplement, whether or not you're pregnant, can be harmful, mm -hmm. especially if you're consuming a fat-soluble vitamin, which vitamin A is. So that means it stores in our body and it can become toxic if we have too much of it. And especially if you are a pregnant woman, mm -hmm. having too much vitamin A can lead to birth defects. Wow. And so you do have to be quite quite careful and making sure that you're using the right prenatal vitamin and, and not having it in excess. Are there certain foods that pregnant women are supposed to avoid that have vitamin A? Not necessarily for the vitamin A part. It's more so with the supplementation where you get too much of it. In the food, they're kind of perfectly portioned and you yeah. don't necessarily get too much at one time unless you eat it again in excess. Got it, okay. So myth or fact, a Mediterranean diet may reduce women's risk of stroke. That is an absolute fact and I'm really excited about it yeah. because it's actually a diet that we have for the first time that I feel can be really generalizable, especially for women. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of evidence that looks at a Mediterranean-like diet, especially for um, the mind or the brain and brain health. And so having a lot of healthy oils or healthy fats in particular, yeah. and then avoiding the unhealthy fats can be really helpful to lessen your risk for a stroke. I love hearing this because I personally love eating the Mediterranean diet. It's the best. That. Yeah, it is yeah. the best. Give me the olive oil. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, myth or fact, the ability to absorb vitamin B12 can decrease with age. This is a fact. So as we age, we have something called an intrinsic factor, which is an enzyme that helps us to break down um, these types of proteins that B12 is um, attached to. And so that goes down as we age. And so we need a little bit more if we're on antacids because mm -hmm. that's super common as we age too. That can also decrease the absorption of vitamin B12. So making sure that you're either getting a supplement if you need it, especially yeah. if you don't have any animal-based products in your diet. Um, otherwise, making sure that you know, you're keeping up with your primary care physician and getting your labs checked because they will check for deficiencies and um, making sure that your levels are in check. And again, as you mentioned, it's probably best to consult your primary care physician before you decide to go adding more vitamins or minerals Absolutely. in your diet. So we're talking about men's nutrition. So the first question I'm going to ask you is myth or fact, no carb or keto diets are the best type of diet for losing weight. So that's a great question. Unfortunately or fortunately, it is a myth. So we do actually have evidence that shows that 
sure, a low carb or a ketogenic diet can promote weight loss in some men, but it's not superior to other diets such as low fat diets or like a Weight Watchers diet that can also benefit and promote weight loss within men. So I'm guessing just kind of like a moderate carb diet is something that can also help you lose weight. For sure. And I really think that it really needs to be individualized mm -hmm. for patients. And so for particular people who may benefit from a lower carb diet because they have diabetes or it works better for them and it does help them sustain that weight loss, then that's great. But moderation is definitely the best way to go for the general population. That's a great point. Um, so myth or fact, while supplements can be helpful, they are not always necessary or beneficial to your health. Actually factual. Okay. So we definitely don't want to overdo the supplements, especially because even though we may think that they are beneficial because it's a vitamin or a mineral or a herb, it actually is not regulated by the Food and Drug Administration or the FDA. So we don't have a lot of oversight over these products, unfortunately. And so people can have these intentions to make these really amazing supplements, but mm -hmm. because there's no oversight, yeah. they can say whatever they want on the label and then whatever is in the supplement may not actually match. So I recommend caution in terms of using supplements. And if you don't have a vitamin deficiency, then trying to get your vitamins and minerals through your foods. I, I'm sure you'd probably recommend also consulting like a doctor or a Absolutely. nutritionist if you want to add like an herb or a supplement. Absolutely. Because unfortunately, again, there are a lot of drug interactions with supplements. So make sure you are talking to your healthcare provider before starting something. Great. So myth or fact, men over 65 don't need as much protein as younger adults. It is a myth. So we think that as we age, we don't need or have the same needs. And that can be true for calories or fluids. But in terms of protein, we do want to make sure that you're getting adequate amounts of protein. So in general, I'd say about one gram of protein per body weight or mm -hmm. um, two grams per kilogram can be um, something to consider. But again, protein is another nutrient that depending on different health issues, you yeah. may not want to go in excess. So if you have kidney problems, you don't want to have a lot of protein. For But for most men who are over 65, you want to make sure you're getting adequate amounts of protein that you would if you were 30. Got it. And myth or fact, you can still obtain enough protein to build muscle mass on a vegan or vegetarian diet. You can absolutely maintain your muscle mass and meet your protein needs on a, ve a vegetarian or a vegan diet. Mm -hmm. There are other nutrient deficiencies that you need to be aware of as well that are not in abundance in these diets. So it's all about planning and working with a professional. All right, well now we're moving on to healthy habits. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Myth or fact, eating at night will cause weight gain. Mm. So this one is actually a little bit tricky because okay. In some cases, it's a myth. So for some people who have a very fast metabolism mm -hmm. and maybe they get low blood sugars, I absolutely think that it's necessary for them to be eating frequently and even at night. Okay. But for a lot of people, especially as we age, if we eat a certain combination of foods at night, it, it can promote weight gain. So for instance, if you're having a high sugar meal or a lot of fat or high calories, and you don't have a lot of time before going into bed, yeah. that can actually lead to that going into storage and so wow. promotes some fat accumulation. But for some people, that doesn't, it doesn't happen. Okay, good to know. So I have to watch my midnight snacking. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. but every now and again, yeah, enjoy okay. yourself. Okay. Yeah. So myth or fact, a vegetarian diet is the healthiest type of diet. 
This is a myth. So it is absolutely not essential for everyone to be avoiding animal-based products. Mm -hmm. I think for some people, they do feel better on a vegetarian-based diet. And I'm all for increasing your fiber and the plants in your diet as a, a clinician. But you know, you don't have to go to the extreme and avoid all animal-based products for you to have a health benefit. And I imagine it's really different person to person too, what they need. Absolutely. And actually with the vegetarian diet, it does put you at risk for other nutrient deficiencies if you're not eating certain amounts of foods because mm -hmm. there are certain nutrients that are lacking within a vegetarian diet. So you do need to plan and, and be pretty careful. Got it. So myth or fact, slow weight loss is the only way to lose weight and keep it off. You know, I'd say this is a myth because there are lots of people who have, you know, quote unquote, fast weight loss where they lose weight quite quickly. And it's a very good positive reinforcement for them because, of course, if you want to lose weight and you lose weight and you do it yeah. quickly, you're going to want to continue to do that. So I don't necessarily think that slow weight loss is the only way for you to maintain and have a benefit from having, you know, losing weight. Do you think it's just easier to stick to something if you're doing it gradually versus just like totally cutting something out of your diet? I'd say for, for most people, if they're doing a night and day approach where they're not necessarily following a, a healthy lifestyle where, you know, maybe they're not eating super healthy or they're not exercising, doing that night and day approach is not sustainable. Yeah. So in that way, you know, if you want to make lifestyle changes and, and have behavior change, you do want to do it at a stepwise fashion. But again, for some people, you know, they do better when they just jump right into it and go full yeah. force. Yeah. That's so interesting. So myth or fact, unless you have celiac disease or gluten intolerance, you don't need to avoid gluten. This is a fact. You do not have to avoid gluten unless you have celiac disease or you have a gluten intolerance. And so a lot of people think that they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Celiac disease is actually an autoimmune pretty much an allergy. Yeah. And when they consume it, it is extremely detrimental to them. If you have an intolerance, it's basically like a lactose intolerance, right? where you're maybe uncomfortable or you have some GI side effects, but you're not having the same damage in your body being done as if you had celiac disease. But if you don't have either of them, you're more than you know yeah. welcome to have wheat or yeah, gluten-based products. There's no harm. And I'm sure consulting like your primary care doctor or talking to a nutritionist, they can also help guide maybe what foods are just better suited for your body type. Exactly. Like if you're having any reactions to food, work with a professional to see what exactly it is before mm -hmm. doing the extremes and cutting everything out. Well, now let's talk about immune defense. Let's do it. Are you ready? Yes. Myth or fact, high doses of vitamin C will ward off colds. This is a myth. Okay. This has been one of the oldest myths that has been going around, yeah. and I'm so happy to be able to speak on it. Stop taking 10 packets of emergency. When you have a cold, it doesn't work. I'll tell you why. Okay. So there's just – when you're taking it in high doses, it's mainly acting as an antioxidant. However, when you are taking a water-soluble vitamin such as vitamin C, mm -hmm. your body only takes what it needs. There's only a certain threshold that it can take in at one time, and then it excretes the rest out through your urine. So you're only getting what your body needs at the time, and if you're taking it in excess, your body is not absorbing the excess of it. It's just going out. So it's not a necessity, and yeah. it's not actually making a beneficial difference in your cold. Is it harmful in any way? Because I know during flu season, people are just chugging these right and left. Could it be harmful to be drinking too much of them? I wouldn't necessarily say it's harmful per se, but it's not going to give them the benefit that they're looking for. So myth or fact, some nutrients that can improve immune health include 
beta carotene, vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. So that is a fact. So those are definitely some vitamins and minerals that do help to shorten your cold or flu. And even if you have adequate levels of vitamin D, that has been helpful or shown to be helpful to protect against uh, COVID or lengthen the amount of time that you have COVID. Wow. And you know, with these though, it comes with a caveat, right? Yeah. So those are helpful. And if you're eating a well-balanced diet in the beginning uh, and having these nutrients as a part of your normal diet, it will help to have your immune system be at its peak and kind of ward off the seasonal colds and flus in the first place. And I would imagine you should also probably be careful or consult a physician or a nutritionist so you're not just taking a bunch of vitamin C and D because you could be Absolutely. overdoing it. Exactly. And some of those, they do have toxicities, mm -hmm. so you do want to work with a professional. Got it. So myth or fact, you should get your vitamins primarily from food, but there are some instances where a vitamin supplement might be recommended. Absolutely a fact. So we definitely want most people to get the variety of vitamins and minerals through a variety of foods as well. So that way you're not only getting vitamins and minerals, but there are lots of different benefits from eating the plant itself, which is where we find a lot of these vitamins yeah. and minerals. However, there are certain instances where people do need and benefit from vitamin and mineral supplementation. So for instance, if you live in a place that has very little sunlight yeah. and our food supply doesn't already have a lot of vitamin D, so based on your levels, you may need to supplement or like a vitamin B12, that could be very beneficial, especially if you have celiac disease or if you are a vegan or vegetarian. But in general, yeah. I don't recommend supplements for the general public. And this also sounds like it's important to just keep up with your primary care visits and make sure you're getting your lab work done so Absolutely. you understand what's going on with exactly. your body. Yes. Um, so the last one, myth or fact, there is no such thing as taking too many vitamins. Mm. This is a myth. It, there is absolutely a threshold and you can be taking too many vitamins. I've seen it before. I've seen many patients overdo the vitamins and then it's a lot of work on your liver. Okay. Your liver is the main detoxifying organ. So they're going through and making sure that all of these drugs are being broken down, processed and circulated around your body. So if you're taking an excess of supplements, I'm talking like 10 plus, okay. that's so much work for your liver and your kidneys to get rid of. And also, again, you know, these vitamins and minerals are not regulated by the US government. So there could be some heavy metals in them or contaminants. So I definitely recommend caution and I don't recommend an excess of supplementation. Yeah. What would you recommend is like a good path for someone to figure out how many vitamins and minerals they should be taking? I would only recommend vitamin and mineral supplementation if they had a deficiency that was confirmed by a lab test. Got it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, LJ. This has been so informative and so helpful. Thank you. Thank you for celebrating our 100th episode of Care Experts. We hope these insights have expanded your knowledge of nutrition. Remember, new Care Experts episodes air each week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week.
All information, opinions, and recommendations discussed in this episode are for your information only. We believe the information sources are generally reliable, but because of possible human or mechanical error by the sources, Synchrony or its affiliates, including CareCredit, does not provide warranty to the accuracy, quality, or completeness of the information or any results obtained from it. Any statement or opinions in this episode are the doctor's alone, and included data was current to the time of creating this episode. Please consult your own advisors before using any of this information.